Everybody has a dream. Everybody has a goal. But what's the plan? Your dream, your goal has to be clear, concise, compelling, consistent, and committed. This podcast is to help all of you automotive sales professionals be more, achieve more, and live more through the hustle and grind of the car business. This is a no BS kind of podcast. This is the real deal. Can you close? Can you push yourself and have that financial freedom you so desire? When everything you've done has failed and you have nowhere else to go, this podcast has your back. Podcasting from the men's room in an unknown location, this is the Automotive Architect Podcast with your host, Ron Garverick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Automotive Podcast. Your host right here, Ron Garverick, live in location in an uh, unknown location. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ron Garverick. I'm glad that you're here today. This is episode number one. And what I want to talk about today is there's three types of salespeople. Now, each one has a purpose, each one has a reason, but I believe one out of the three, and I'm going to quiz you later on, one out of the three are very important. Now, let's just go ahead and, and jump into this uh, for the three types of salespeople. Number one, the order takers. Order takers, they only take orders. They... they um, they do everything that the customer wants. They give them the, the price, the payment, the down payment, the interest rate, what they're getting for their trade. Uh, typically, you know, when a customer gets that, all that uh, information, they, they go and buy elsewhere. And something that pisses me off the majority of the time is when, when you got those order takers. And most of the time, these order takers could be like your volume salesman. Uh, they got a severe uh, severe case of HDADD, which means high definition uh, ADD. And what they do is they just rush through the whole process. The customer says, I want a 350 payment. Uh, my interest rate needs to be at 299. You must give me 15.5 for my trade. And what, what pisses me off the most, you're not holding any value. You're not making any gross. And by the time they throw the customer in the finance, the it, the, the finance uh, manager cannot build a rapport because the rapport was already thrown out the window as soon as this order taker, yes, I'm talking to you, order takers rush through the whole damn process. Now, where the hell did you get in your eight steps to the cell to rush through it all? Because I guarantee these customers won't come back and buy from you ever again. You may think, oh, I made this an easy, most uh, stressful process for the customer to buy. But you didn't care about anything about Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith just gave you everything he wanted. You gave it to him. And you build no rapport. And typically, the majority of the time, this customer, Mr. Smith... Is going to go down the line and see that you didn't build a relationship because you were too lazy to follow up with him and see how everything was after the sale. You never follow up with him at the three months, six months, nine months, a year anniversary. You never called him on his birthday. You never called him on his anniversary. You never called him on Christmas. And he'll buy somewhere else. So I don't care if you sell 30 cars a month. If you don't build a relationship with your customer, 
You'll never see those 30 people ever again. And if you do, it's because they found another salesman at that store to do business with because he took time to build a rapport with that customer and have a relationship with them. And then and typically that salesman will will build more of a relationship. They will have more growth. They will make more money off that customer because of your laziness. And, you know, you can hate it. You can love it. You can write it down, take a picture. I don't care. But that's how it is. The second one, presenters. Presenters present the car to the customer. They inform the customer about all the features and the benefits of the car. They take control or they direct the customer's attention to the features. And they send the direction to the eight steps to the road of the sale. Presenters, they, they, they're confident. They know the detail about their car. They can answer any questions that are asked. They are caring, however... They can't rely solely on their presentation or product knowledge in hopes that the customer will have enough interest to buy the car. You can talk too much, guys. 80% listening, 20% talking. I'm not talking about the customer. You talk 20%. You listen 80%. It's crazy how... You have salesmen that will sit there and talk and talk and talk and talk all freaking long and never shut up enough to listen to the customer say, hey, I'd like to buy the car. Ask questions so they can, they can answer so you can find the right vehicle that fits their needs. There's too many times that the customer... We'll be talked out of buying a car because the salesman talks too damn much. It's okay to know everything about a damn car, but it's not okay to talk the customer out of buying it because you talk too much. Shut up. And third, we got closers. Now, closers, they take full control of the step of the sale. They're 100% involved, and they leave nothing to chance. They are highly skilled in persuading and convincing the customer to buy the car. They don't rely solely on presentations to make the sales, but they do use many of them as a tool. Closers have confidence to get the sale done, and they know how to do so. If you don't know closers, guys, if you don't know how to overcome a customer when they say, I got to talk to my wife, I got to think about it. I got to pray about it. It's a big purchase. It's a big payment. The price is too high. Unless you're writing out a freaking check or getting a money order, you don't need to worry about a price. If you're financing, that's what you need to worry about. You need to worry about a payment. Closers have full control of the sale. This is episode number one, guys. This is how intense the Automotive Architect podcast is going to be. I'm telling you every single day, if you don't know how to close, you're not going to go down the road of financial freedom. And I talk about it all the time with the sales guys. Close, close, close. You lead to the close, you stay in the close. You got to ask for the business. When a customer says, you know what, I need to talk to my wife. I totally understand, Mr. Customer. When it comes to buying a purchase like this, that's something that you need to go talk to your wife about. 
That being said, that just reminded me, set a little light bulb in my head. Now, if you have to call your wife to ask for permission to buy this car, I think it's just right if I call my wife and ask if I could sell the car. You guys are like, wow, that that's takes some balls. But no, it's funny. You don't need permission. You probably already talked about it before. Now, Mr. Customer, if your car, if your wife was right here right now, and she was looking at this little uh, piece of paper that has numbers on it, which one would she have a concern about? The price, the payment, the down payment, or the money down? And the majority of the time, the customer is going to say, I think she would have a problem with either the cash down or the payment. No matter what, we can work the numbers the way we need to to fit around the customer's budget. We just need to know where their concern is. Not everybody's going to come in and agree to all the numbers and sign on that little piece of paper and you, and you throw them in finance. But they are going to bulk down on one of those four. Now, if they're not paying cash, price really doesn't matter. We just got to fit it around their budget. And fit it around their budget all comes from the trade. It comes from the down payment to make that payment worth what they think it's worth. Don't undersell your vehicle. If you keep discounting your vehicle because you got an objection, you're just taking money out of your pocket. Hell, you're taking money out of your kid's pocket, your wife's pocket. The, don't even look at the store. Lead to the clothes, stay in the clothes. That's all there is to it, ladies and gentlemen. Three types of salespeople. You don't want to be an order taker. You don't want to just get all the information that, you, that the customer wants just to throw them in finance so you can get another customer. Presenters, you talk too damn much. Show the car, show the features and benefits that the customer has hot buttons on. They're going to tell you what they want. Hell, they're going to tell you how they want to buy the car. Just close them. Get them out. Build a relationship with this customer. That's all there is to it. Stop making it too damn hard. This podcast was brought to you by Garve Automotive. I am the owner and trainer of Garve Automotive. That's G-A-R-V Automotive. I do BDC finance and sales training. I can also train managers how to manage, how to lead, and how to be a mentor. Check me out on my website, garvautomotive.com. Check me out on YouTube. Got training videos there. Ron Garvrick. That's G-A-R-V as in Victor, E-R-I-C-K. Hey, guys, if you ever need to get a hold of me, just shoot me a message on on here, and I'll, I'll take care of you as much as I can. I love to earn business. Guys, I do this to help you out. That's all I do this for. Thank you for checking out the Automotive Architect Podcast, Episode 1. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Send me a review. Let me know how you think about this podcast. Let me know what kind of uh, of uh, problems you're having. We'll do a training video on it. We'll also do a podcast on it. But just remember, three types of salespeople. You want to be the closer. Thanks again.